0: Welcome back, friends, to Visions Veiled and Violent. Last episode, our band of Hanata’s explorers searched the cocoons of the Arachnid Lair, discovering an unconscious, but still living stranger from the continent of Sundestia. While that search was going on, my character, Moore, the druid who refuses to be bossed around by the dark voices in her head, discovered a hidden altar that held several scrolls, along with the message about the Mother of the Umbra Flow. Deciding that there was nothing left among the underground caverns that was worth risking their lives over, most of the party made its way back toward the well entrance. Arriving there, they discovered the rope they had earlier tied for their escape was now lying on the cavern floor. That was also just about the time they discovered Nevis was missing, having been overcome by his own curiosity to see what was behind the steel door emitting purple smoke. Inside the room, our halfling friend did manage to discover some clues about the cult that seems to worship the spider creatures. Unfortunately, he also discovered that something meaty was living at the bottom of the pit in the middle of the room. Whether or not more Luthander and Jericho can get Nevitz and Etawale out of the room with the now magically sealed door will determine whether curiosity really does kill the Hanatas.
1: So we go back
2: to you. All right. Question for the DM. Before we left off last time, how far has the spider gotten and how far does it have? If if it's not all the way up yet, how far does it have to get up?
1: Fair question. Point of order. Uh, You haven't seen it, so you don't know if it's a spider. Uh, It just appears to have made a meaty sound when hit with a rock and making a noise sort of like a. As it's clawing its way slowly up out of the pit. So it has not yet risen, but uh, it's definitely motivated to get out of there.
2: Scary. Uh, second question: Is there anything heavy I can throw? Nevitz. I
1: knew That's you were going to say that.
2: <laughs> uh, anything non-breathing. There's three uh, foot, three feet of curiosity just standing right next to you.
1: <laughs> only the things that are in your pack.
2: Uh, at a while, they will look at Nevitz. I uh, know you're affected by some kind of toxic, noxious. Uh, some kind of poisonous stuff all right why did you throw the stone it, it sounds bad there's only two i'm pretty sure i can't kick the door open it's shut by itself god um, help I, us all.
3: i'm sorry I, I, just, I just had to i had to know i'm um, put me put me down i'll cast spells that will will aid you as you fight it
2: and i move towards the door put him by the door not in front of it, so in case it opens or whatever doesn't hit him. But somewhere by the door, he is able to get out quickly. Stay here. Throw spells. From here. Stay.
3: And Addy does not have dark vision, correct? I do not. Uh, then Nevitz will cast light on your belt buckle. So you have light all oh, around Oh, I'm you. shiny.
1: <laughs> and meanwhile, what are Jericho and Moore and Lathander doing right now? Did we hear that door slam? You did. Okay.
0: Uh, We're I'll not look- in front of the door yet, though, right?
1: Right. You're, you're down the tunnel <laughs> about another... Thirty feet or so.
4: Okay. I'm gonna look to more and, and like look in the direction of the sound, and then like open my mouth, and the same slamming sound comes out.
0: Uh, more, more is gonna look up to the sky, and then look back to the direction of the sound, and just mutter under breath, Ow. and then just take off in the direction <laughs> of the door.
5: Jericho sprints following you. Luthanda does the same. I sh- assume we'll, we'll arrive at the door and uh, uh, examine it. But proceed with some caution, Nate. This hasn't been the most uneventful uh, trip down a well in our lives. So <laughs> i could going to suggest we're rushing, but not blindly. We're trying to s- see if there's any more um, creepy crawlies coming at us while we Fair do enough. it. Uh,
1: give me a perception check then, Lathander.
5: Open the First roll. Okay. That is a 15.
1: So it looks like the door, which had been askew on its hinges earlier... Has now been righted and put back in place, but it looks like the hinges are still rusted and broken. So, whatever has sealed the door is some kind of magic effect.
5: And does the does any of the surrounding uh, wall look like it might be loose?
1: Yep. So there's there's gaps all around it, especially where the hinges are broken, and you can see some more of that purple mist billowing out from where the gaps are.
5: Okay. I look at the uh, at the other two. say hey, any any ideas?
4: I, like, raise my finger uh, defiantly, and then I, like, motion for everyone to stand back, and then I clap my hands together, and I'm going to cast Thunder Wave at that door. Just blast it off the hinges. All right. Go for so it. Thunder Wave. Is that this like, a roll to hit, then? Or, I mean, normally well, you're, it you're, is.
1: You're casting it, well, you're casting it on an inanimate object, so... Yeah. The, so as you cast the Thunder Wave spell, to this shockwave of raw force spark out from your open palms and mm-hmm. slam into this door, sending it flying from where it's currently fixed in place, thwapping Adewale right in the back.
4: Well, I mean, I wouldn't have known that.
1: You're right. You had no way of knowing, but Adewale, uh, give me an athletics check to avoid falling in the pit. 12.
4: Oh, no.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all, right, all right. Hold on. Athletics is my best skill. So. Famous last words. Oh. Famous last words. Yeah, that was... Mm.
0: I was Mine trying to Guidance help.
1: through a door.
2: <laughs> uh, That's a total of 15.
1: 15. Okay. Adewali, as you prepare yourself for battle, you feel this thwump f- as this old iron door hits you smack between the shoulders and you almost teeter over the edge, but instill, instead manage to hold your ground as the door clatters loudly down, clunk, 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 into the pit, landing on something that gives out a... <laughs> displeasure i don't like the sound of
2: that and who threw the door at me
4: i'm like standing at the doorway
2: <laughs> like if you, if you just
4: look around i'm right there it's pretty obvious i'm like uh <laughs> well
2: get Nevitz out i will hold it back or whatever
3: okay. yeah I mean if, if the door is off uh Nevitz will do a button hook kind of tap addy on the back as he runs by Him to follow and he'll jump out the
2: door. Not turning his back towards the hole and where the creature's coming from, he's gonna back step slowly to the door.
1: As you cross through the threshold of that doorway, you hear this loud rattling sound of metal on stone as you see the broken door rise up out of the pit and whoosh forward towards you, slamming back in place and then skewing slightly on its hinges to fall where it had been resting before you entered the room.
4: Wait a minute, the door flew out of the pit and reconnected to the to
1: the thing? Yep, the moment the Adewale steps out of the room, the door flies back and slams itself shut again.
2: Oh, all right. Oh, weird. I reckon we get out of here. Not, I know we can't go back up, but away from this room. It's not safe. I don't yes. know if any of us would make it uh, back.
3: I'm, I'm. Yes, I don't know what I was thinking. I do have information for us for later, but for now we should get to the rope and get out of here.
2: Uh, the rope is on the <laughs> ground.
3: <laughs> Brother.
5: Yeah, it's not It's not looking good Take it out. Uh, does Featherfall work upwards?
3: In the first part, no. And in the second part, I'm totally depleted of magical energy for today.
5: So, Nate, how far away is the, the well entrance, the rope, and the door? Sorry if you told us this before. I just, I'm interested to know whether we've got time to go and have a look and see if our nimble halfling might be able to climb out.
1: So you're right now where you're at the T intersection in front of that door with the mist room. But if you back up, you can go about 70 feet is where the base of that well was that you were used to get down here.
3: Nevitz puts up a hand. Before we back ourselves into a corner, I want to see if this creature can open the door. I suspect not. I suspect this ward is meant to keep keep it in. Uh, But is the monster trying to beat against the door or is it just...
1: Give me a perception check there, Nevitz. Ooh, why? Plus, don't forget you're poisoned. Uh, what does that do again? Uh you've disadvantage. Then that
3: 14 does not stand. That's a seven for an adjusted nine. Uh, so as
1: far you can hear a, a soft hissing sound coming from the room, but no loud thumping footsteps, signs of a monster approaching.
0: DM, yes, I have um somewhat of maybe a crazy idea, but bear with me for a moment.
2: Gotta like crazy. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Walk with me on this story I'm about to spin. Um, so the well is 60 feet up from the bottom. Correct. I have a spell. My last, I only have one spell slot left. I have a spell called Entangle, which um, sprouts 20 feet of uh, vines. It doesn't specify how tall the vines are. Hmm. Could potentially <laughs> cast Entangle to create vines to climb up the side of this well and out.
1: Excellent question. Good idea. But Entangle covers a 20-foot area, then not 20 feet up of vines.
0: Okay. Okay. worth a the shot.
1: Well... Um, I like the cut of your jib, though. That was a good, good idea. The issue you'd run into is that the vines also restrain you when you touch yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're magic I vines? I
0: recognize that, but you ah. know.
1: If you wanted to Velcro yourself to the side of the wall, then that would be a way to do it, um, in terms okay. of using it to climb okay. it First would be all, a challenge These, these teenagers are going to do Velcro
3: wall for five minutes <laughs> to decompress, and then we're going to solve this problem.
5: <laughs> so Luthander's going to throw an idea at everyone, which is send the two stealthiest up uh, which I think would be Nevitz and Luthander uh, so that Nevitz are, can stealthy. inspect the the rope, the surfaces, if there's a a creature that busts its way through is um, is it possible for some sort of an illusion to be cast? To I can do that. Throw it up, but because I'm saying, make it look like we're climbing up the wall, even if Nevitz and I are pressed against the uh, in the darkness. Does that make sense?
1: I think so. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure how you're trying to get up the well.
5: Well, the basically this this is all the uh, teenager overthinking. What if we get trapped? Uh, we've got to hedge our bets. So we have plan A is we can climb out. But if we go down a seventy foot corridor and a creature busts its way out, Nevitz and I are stuck here. Is there a way to make it throw it off our trails so that we can get past it
2: and run away with everyone else? I think it's a seventy foot upward rise, right? To the, you know, to so the top like, so of where, the world.
1: So from where you're, so right now you're at a T intersection in front of a door. Right. If you go back the way you came to the well, then you'll find then you have seventy feet of corridor to the base of the well, and then sixty feet up to get back out of the well. There's a there's a branch corridor to your right that you haven't explored, and then there's the branch to your left, which was had the alcove of the talking skulls and the two spider things in the room of cocoons, and that corridor goes farther down. Uh, where you stopped exploring.
3: So I think the group would walk back to the rope if we feel the monster can't get out of the door. And I and I, I just want to do that because I thought last week, uh, I think you said there was like, there's a part in the climb that only a small creature could could traverse.
1: I mean, you'd want to have someone nimble to pick your way through because there aren't any really handholds right. for okay. something that's a, a medium-sized creature. Okay, so that's what it was. And then uh, Nevitz would just put out...
3: I'm
1: stealthy I can
3: do, but I'm I'm all... I'm not really upper body. I'm, I'm more of a dancer. Uh, my strength is negative one, adjusted, so I don't know that I could make 70 feet.
2: I'd fall silent, but I don't know that I could make it 70 feet up. I think ironically, out is one of the more nimble and more enduranced people in the party here, too. But he wouldn't want to stay, he wouldn't want to go up and then the spider come down. The other one, if, if we went back, um, Nevitt
3: would want to check the rope to see if it had frayed, was bitten by an animal, or was cut by a blade. Um, he, he's assuming it was cut by a blade, but he'd want to search for that. And if it was cut by a blade, he'd be hesitant to send any one or even two of us up alone, because there might be a fight at the top of the well.
1: Okay, uh, good question. Which name this Nevit's going to check the rope then. Uh, yeah, I will do an
3: investigation.
1: Wait, he really is. No need. Uh, when you check the rope, if you, if you follow it all the way to the end, where it's spooled at the bottom of the well, hmm. you see that indeed, uh, about ten feet into its length, it looks like something burned through it and left a greenish singe on the rope fibers. Burned.
3: I mean, Nevitz would show that. To, that was he was. <laughs> that was not one of the options he was thinking. Whatever trapped us down here, I think it might have been what lured more with that could, cry Could I hope. roll
4: like an arcana check or something like that to figure out maybe what kind of magic or whatever the heck this is? Sure Okay, I'm gonna do it That is 14, that plus 14 plus something uh, 14 plus 4, so
1: 18 18, yeah, so the the stink of it is clearly unnatural and it seems like some, some sort of necrotic force burned through the rope
5: there's a lot of necrotic floating around this place.
4: I like snap my fingers, and month. this, and this like, like black skull cloud like materializes and then disappears. And I said, and then above it like, necromancy, like appears in like text. <laughs> what was that? I couldn't hear you.
0: He said, crap, cool. obviously the gods are playing with us and we fell right into it. <laughs> I'm totally okay. Um, DM, last weird question. Uh, Looking out of the well, kind of going off of where the sun is and everything, can I tell which way is uh, east?
1: You, you're basically staring out of a straw hole trying to gauge this, but as it's, it's best as you can tell, east is going to be to your right, uh, back towards the Chamber of Mist. Okay,
0: so that means the west would be which corridor from that information?
1: Uh, there's no, at the base of the well, there's no west corridor, only an east one. Okay. Can we feel
5: any wind or airflow okay. that indicate there might be another exit?
1: Yeah, give me a, another perception check there, Lathander.
5: No duds. No duds. It's not a natural 20, but it's an 18 plus a 7. So
1: 25 uh so you do notice that where where you see the mist moving out of the door at you know, the far end of the corridor it looks like something is is pushing it ever so slightly down the south corridor which indicates that there's some source of of wind or breeze coming from the north oh
3: okay. the, the north corridor is the one we went to with the cocoons correct correct um I guess I'm still poisoned, but maybe my head is clearing a little bit. Um, Nevitz will come back to us sense a little bit. It's like, it appears that we're going to have to go through to get out. Um, mm-hmm. But before that, I would like to make sure we're all as informed as possible. More that name you said when we were in the the distillery, Ordred?
0: I definitely said that name, yes.
2: Um, no, you said
3: murder. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I remember something different. I remember that one. Um, (laughs) uh, Nevitz uh, hands his journal over to you, and I say, this is what I found scrawled on the wall. Whatever that phantasm was telling you, apparently it was about not another regular human being, but some cult-like figure, some powerful magic user, maybe just a charlatan, but someone who was thought to be a god by some others. And then, like, I
4: point up, and then, like, more text appears above my head. A necromancer, maybe?
0: So now knowing the correct name, Deuce's <laughs> name uh, ring a bell to me. Uh,
1: make a history check. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. You do remember hearing about a rogue necromancer who was in the service of the witch queen Malvalana, who tried to strike out on his own and carve out his own kingdom somewhere in the area, but that supposedly... He was slain years ago by local heroes.
0: Um, yes, if I recall correctly. I just regret to take that information. Yeah, he should be dead.
2: Yeah, more text appears above my head. Should be. He was a necromancer. It could lead to undeath and maybe a lich. I've heard stories from my giant uh, parent, not something we want to tangle with.
3: If... If we do have to go forward, is everyone as healthy, as prepared as we can be? Is anyone is anyone still injured from the previous fights?
2: I got a couple scrapes here and there, but I should be able to tank a couple. I think I'm at full, if I remember correctly. Uh,
0: I'm,
2: I'm not quite 100%, but
5: I'm
3: okay.
0: Yeah, same, same, same. Um, you know, had better days. Mm.
3: Nevitz actually has no means to heal any of you. He was just throwing that out to hope we can help each other and get through this together.
4: I'm going to hoist up that scroll of, like, um what was it? cure uh, cure wound, and it, like, glows a little bit as I hoist it up.
0: If we're stuck down here indefinitely, um, maybe we should hold off, hold off on our one means of healing until we absolutely we need it. Because I'm out of magic. I just realized I...
4: Jericho Luthander. nods solemnly
5: and tucks the scroll back in. Luthander nods and says, uh, yep, bags, I bags the revivify.
3: Thank you for breaking the tension <laughs> with scared teenagers. Uh, I think Nevitz does laugh. Um, even if we can't stealth up Luthander, I think your your idea was still the best one. I think maybe you and I should scout ahead stealthily and at least get as much information as we can before the group has to encounter anything else.
5: Luthander says, ah, that idea. I've had a few. I don't think they were all good. <laughs> Let's do it. That sounds great. I agree. <laughs> if if everyone else is in agreement, then Luthander's all four.
0: The only thing I would ask if um, if we're definitely stuck down here, um, shall we try to barricade ourselves or rest for a moment, catch our breath before we carry on?
3: I.e. take a short rest? Yes. I yes. think that sounds like a good plan. Yes.
0: Okay, (laughs) please.
3: Uh, Yeah. Uh, Do we want to do it in the well? or This might be overthinking. Or do we want to do it at the T-intersection? I just don't want to do it in front of the purple door, the the purple smoke door.
2: Well, the purple smoke door is at the T-intersection.
3: I I really don't want to be at the well because I just don't want to be stuck there if something comes at us from the other side. I'd rather be up towards the T-intersection and just stop and...
5: Totally agree. Luthander agrees with the, uh, yep, let's 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 move in the direction of where we think the wind's coming from slightly for our short rest.
3: Nate, we'll go to the room that we already cleared out that had all the bodies that we thought wind was coming from. Mm. And if Mm. we can rest for an hour and really search to see where the wind might be coming from, then we would do that to see if there's any holes or gaps
1: that we were missing. First question, is anyone going to grab the guy you rescued? At a
2: wall, they will grab the the unconscious man. That's right. Or whatever he is. Thanks, GM. It's been Mm -hmm. a week.
1: Just want to make sure. And again, yeah. it may be a totally valid tactical decision to leave him.
2: So, um, Adewale will hoist him up as they carry him. is like, he could be useful as bait. I did rob him, so we got to be careful about that.
0: I mean, you have to be careful about that. So,
3: it. we go to the down the T intersection. Or <laughs> yep. We go down. We take a left T. Go north. Yeah, take the to north corridor out.
1: Yeah, cocoon room.
3: Go in cocoon there. room.
1: The question is who's... and that's the second question. Who is standing watch?
3: Nevis will, because he doesn't get anything from short rest, and he's got full HP, So, and he also mm-hmm. still feels bad. Uh, so I will. he will take watch.
1: Okay, so is Nevis is watching the door for any signs of anything going on. Oh, God. Uh,
0: I touch you uh, on his shoulder, and I say, don't.
1: Yeah. You've got this. Does that last for a minute? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I think it does. Yes, yeah, So, it does. so, so, so hey, that's... That's one sixtieth of your watch, so you're mm-hmm. you're fine, right? Uh, so then, for everyone else taking the short rest, obviously we, we're gonna pass an hour through in in the world, and then spend roll your hit die to recover hit points, and then any abilities that recharge on a short rest you gain back. Is that any spells or
0: no? Uh, if you are a Depends warlock, on, your, yeah. on your class. I'm a warlock, yeah.
4: Okay,
1: I'm not a warlock I'm
0: a part. You should have on um, one hit die if you're not max HP. Yeah,
4: I'm full. I think Jericho's going to do magical shadow puppets to, enter- to entertain people while
1: they're, like, dozing off. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Full of eight Nevis, eight. since you're the one standing watch, uh, give me a perception check.
3: Okay. I'm going to do disadvantage until you tell me I'm no longer a disadvantage. An 8 and an 8 for an adjusted 10. 8
1: and an 8 for an adjusted 10. Okay, wow, uh, that's then amazing. do me a favor with that, then, and follow up with a wisdom-saving throw. Perfect.
3: I assume okay. those are also a disadvantage. 14, and a 17 for an adjusted
1: 16. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. I'll go good news, bad news, right? So, <laughs> the the good news is that as the your, your time passes on watch, progressively become less nauseous, you feel your head uh, becoming moored once more to the, the actual situation at hand. So, you are no longer suffering the poisoned condition. Bad news is As you're standing watch, you keep hearing something that almost sounds like a voice. Almost sounds like a voice. And then when you try to concentrate on it, you get this sudden splitting headache, and then it's gone. Was it
3: behind my eye the way Moore had described her headache earlier that day?
1: It felt like someone had palmed the back of your head and just squeezed your brain directly.
3: Okay. Um... Nevitz will let everyone rest and when it seems like everyone has had their rest he will convey that information but he wants them to not worry about him in the meantime.
1: Who's, who's the first of the people to that Nevitz wants to talk to?
3: Oh, he'll go to Moore first. Just it seems like she's got as much experience with this kind of stuff and he would kind of describe the symptoms, what he felt.
1: So Moore when Nevitz co- comes up to you, you see that he has the most hellacious nosebleed you've ever seen. Like looks he just had a, a faucet turned on that ran all the way down his face.
0: Um
3: Moore, have- I, I I need to I need to ask you something. Um I, I had a strange encounter and I thought there might be some crossover between what you've been going
0: through. Aha. while you're talking to Moore she's just gonna reach out with her gloved hand and just like wipe at your nose. <laughs> and just pull back to show the blood. Do tell what it- what happened? As
3: I um as I was keeping watch I thought i heard a voice i couldn't quite make out and as i tried to listen to hear what it might be saying i i had a splitting headache it felt like my head was being grabbed from behind and crushed Um, and then it passed but apparently not without effect it's is this anything akin to what you felt and he's trying to wipe the blood off. He's pressed the digitation and it off of his clothes.
0: Moore gets a very serious look on her face as she leans in to kind of make sure the other people or the other um, party members aren't listening in. And she'll just say to you it things try to speak to you you shouldn't listen to them.
3: <laughs> I will t- I'll take the point Moore. although I do feel considering we are locked in a cave that might have a necromancer at the end of it. If the only thing I suffer is a headache and a nosebleed, I'd prefer to not pass up the information. But I I take your point.
0: The worst time to listen to creepy voices from the unknown. Um, so if you hear whispering, just close your ears, okay? Um. You know, yeah. Um. Yeah. Good news, though. Maybe you have the sight.
1: So uh, make a history check there, More. Oh, 20. Ooh. Boom. Okay, uh, so... As you as that phrase leaves your lips, you recall the very distinct Hanataz prophecy that if a male Hanataz is ever given the sight, it will signal the beginning of the doom of the world.
0: Oh, I know. I just don't want it. <laughs> Anyone but me. So, yeah, if you have it, it means the end of the world. But, but, I don't have it. And you seem like you would know what to do with it better than me, so that's
3: more. I say this yeah. as someone who considers you a sister. Your logic sometimes is frustrating. I, I don't think it's an either-or situation. I, I don't think me being the harbinger of the end of the world is gonna get rid of your gift or curse. My more pressing concern is is this going to inform the rest of the group or is this going to stress them out? Um... I need your I need your advice. By the
4: way, like, while they're doing this, I, I think I'm, like, wrapping up my shadow puppet
0: show. It's I'll look there. over to Jericho doing her shadow puppets and everyone kind of just beaten down a little bit. I think maybe we just keep this close to the chest until, like, it's absolutely necessary, you know? Not spirits high. Knowing.
2: Not knowing anything that was talked about. I wasn't going to walk, walk up to him. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? How's it going?
3: It's good, uh... I think it's time for us to move forward. Did anyone find the source of the wind from this tunnel, or do we go south? Luthander? Jericho? I'm
4: probably just sneezing. I'm probably... Like,
5: I did my show. I'm asleep now. Luthander just nods in the direction of the wind and says, well, oh, we haven't really investigated further. Nate, I'm assuming we can't tell a whole lot from in that inside the room. I mean... We would have right,
1: for, yeah. Inside the cocoon room, we if, would have yeah.
5: investigated, but we can't tell a whole lot. Yeah, Luthander is going to say that. So I, I think we need a plan for the next time we come across something that's trying to kill us or eat us, probably both. As to how we how we fight, Adewale your enthusiasm for uh, kicking indoors and whacking things on the head is good, but. And probably is the best starting point for us, but um, we need to be clear what all of us are doing if we're going to survive. I don't. I don't have a whole lot of experience with this. I Um, I also
2: go right ahead, Moa.
0: Well, thank you. Um, I just realized I'm a druid, and part of that means I know herbalism, and I have an herbalism kit. And do you know what's inside that kit? I can make an antitoxin or a potion of healing. So, which one, guys?
5: Or a potion of flying.
0: Healing. uh, potion of fine for fine. (laughs) Uh,
3: I I think the potion of healing would be the most applicable. Um, Okay.
0: While we figure out a plan of attack, I'm just going to be concocting a potion of healing.
3: Luthander, if you're still willing to stealth ahead with me, I'd say we we leave the scrolls back with the party, and if we see poisonous smoke, we'll come back, and one of us can get protection from poison, maybe. Other than that, I think we just have everyone... No more than 50 feet behind us. You can catch up if something does happen.
2: No more than 30. I almost lost you once, brother. I will not do it again.
0: Also, I would like to say, if we're dealing with this necromancy necromancer who believes he's some sort of god, it might be best to play into that. Gods love to have Ooh. their ego stroked. So, if we leave offerings, and I'll pull out the gold coins that Nevitz gave me before, and this pains me to say, respect his religion of necromancy, death, maybe, maybe we can survive this.
5: You're getting a lot of nods from Luthanda. Yeah.
3: I believe we have the closest we're going to get to a plan. So,
5: Nevitz, do you have any ranged attacks?
3: I, I do. I have my, my sling with me.
5: So do we try to keep our distance and whilst Adewale attacks hand-to-hand? That's a basic plan.
3: Yeah. No, having worked with Adewale in the ring, I, I find I can provide better assistance than I can do any damage to foes on my own. So I will always try to put you and uh, Adewale in a better position.
1: So who's in front, Nevitz oh. or Lithander?
3: Neither of us have dark vision, so that that's also going to make stealth hard. Uh, I guess since I could cast, Nevitz will go forward with um, light cast on his scimitar.
5: Well, are we able to uh, you on one side of the corridor, me on the other?
1: How wide is it? You could go side by side. Okay. All yeah. right then. So as you approach, uh, you notice that the corridor that stretches out to the north has the cobwebs subtly moving, as if being moved ever so slightly. By the flow of wind. But uh Lathander, give me one more perception check for me.
5: Giggity. Natural one. There we go. Plus seven. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a night.
1: Get it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so Lathander, as you start God to uh, as you start to go down <laughs> the corridor with Nevada, you you also hear this strange noise like like someone is talking, but talking in this nonsense language that's just impossible to decipher and the more you try to focus on forming it into words, the more it seems to physically hurt your mind.
5: Great. Right. I, I will just whisper to Nevitz, can you, can you hear that?
3: Does it sound voice. like a voice that you can almost hear but not quite?
5: I can hear it but not quite understand it. Yeah.
3: Stop, stop. One, I cannot hear it. Two, I almost heard it before, and it about knocked me unconscious. And gave me a nosebleed I didn't want to worry the group But at this point I think we need to go back And tell everyone to ignore any such utterings
5: Okay, let's do it
3: And we walk back Nevit will put out Initially Moore and I did not want to burden the group with this But the necromancer has also Potentially placed some aura on this vicinity I was almost knocked on my ass By whisperings that I tried to listen to It happened to Luthander as well if you think you hear something just beyond your auditory senses, do not try to focus on it. Try to ignore it and try to press on. With that, I think Luthander and Nevis can return to the front.
5: Luthander will suggest that, is there something we could throw ahead with light rather yeah, than I, I was us being so. a target? <laughs>
3: Yeah, Nevit's uh, taking the very smart advice uh, that Stephen wished he had done the first time. We will cast light on a stone and just chuck it 40 feet, go up to it, chuck it 40 feet, go up to it. Um, they're going to know we're coming anyway, so we might as well see them.
1: So as you chuck the stone, you see that first to your left is a, what looks to be a short corridor leading to some chamber just beyond. The tunnel that you're in continues to stretch out to the north. There's a side corridor to the west, and then it continues on north for a ways past your next stone throw.
5: Luthander will nod his head at the door and say, what do you reckon, Chamber of Happiness?
1: I'd prefer to
3: not leave an un, unexplored chamber behind us. And he'll cast light on a different stone. The previous one will cancel, and he'll chuck it down the side room.
1: So, Nevitz, as you chuck it down the side <laughs> room... There's no winning. There's always winning. You're, you're doing great. Blue up. Uh, <laughs> The, we don't, curiosity we
2: don't
1: it. is going to so kill you, the Hanotox. As you chuck yeah. the stone down the hallway, see it open up into this large rectangular room. And it's it's filled with this grayish white webbing with a wide tunnel in the center of it leading into the back of the room where something has created a nest. And inside the, the room, you see that there's a recessed altar in the back of some cowled figure. You see that there's... Yeah bloody smear dragged along the tiles as if something was had been pulled recently into this room. Luthander,
3: I think we need to bring the group up. I don't want this behind us. Yeah,
5: Luthander nods and points out the the altar, the shrine, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. and, and says, let's make sure to pay our respects, because he really likes Mord's plan, but yeah, let's get him up
3: here. Yeah, we, uh, we bring the party up and Nevit will relay everything we've seen there and ask for what we think the way ahead is
1: Ooh, so hold on a second um, how close to the room do you get uh, sorry, far sorry.
5: enough away so that whatever's in there <laughs> that you're about to throw at us doesn't catch us yeah
3: I mean when Nevitz threw the stone he would have went right up to the door and I think he probably would have stayed there to see if anything's moving when Luthander went back to get the rest of the party Okay. I, he just doesn't want this thing sneaking up on it because at this point light is in there so, yes. he, so he's is holding watch trying to perceive yeah
1: And where does everyone
3: else go? Uh, To
5: Nevitz. Yeah, I was about to say, I think up to Nevitz at the door.
0: Yeah, because if we were following the god plan, I would be wanting to go to the altar. So.
4: Sure.
1: Uh, So as you all survey this shadowy room with the light stone flickering in the center of it more, when you see that recessed alcove in the back, the statue of the stone figure looks up at you, its cowl falling back slightly to reveal what might have once been a human face that's been flenched of its skin. And the, it looks at you for a long moment with these burning red pinpoint eyes before it chuckles darkly and says, I shall soon return to my place.
0: Moore will kind of stand her ground and try to hold the flinch from this grotesque scene um, as she... Just uh, does kind of like a bow of her head in respect, and and I will await your return. I leave you an offering, if I may approach your shrine.
1: Hear the, the, the dry chuckle again.
0: Approach. More will look to the group. Do you, do you guys hear anything, or am I the only one?
1: You're the only one. We just hear you, More. I oh, okay. assume someone's um, talking to you.
0: I'm talking to yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna approach this, and don't follow me. <laughs>
4: Question: Did we see the head of the thing turn and all that, or is, the, is nope, it? Nope, just looks insane. like a statue to you. You're just geeking right now, looking at this statue.
0: I just look insane. All right, <clears throat> More will approach the shrine, and as she does, she takes off her gloves, um, even though she's been with the troop for about two years you guys have never seen her with without being covered from like the neck down Um, as she approaches the shrine she takes off her gloves and pockets them to pull out the gold coins and on her hands you can see golden cracked skin and she'll approach the shrine and take a gold coin and place it onto the shrine and bow her head and mutter like you know, the equivalent of a standard prayer in this realm because she doesn't know which specific god this is. Didn't and she say not to listen to the voices?
1: <laughs> that advice is at least 10 minutes old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so more as you do so, you, there's a, a subtle thunk and a poof of dust that everyone can see as the the stone pedestal of the statue slides open... And you can see inside is a, a carefully wrapped cache of scrolls. I just
0: look back to the group and give a thumbs up as I um, take a step back and put on my gloves
1: and approach the scrolls. As you approach the scrolls, uh, more give me a perception check. Okay. <laughs> nothing's, nothing's free. Nothing's free. 22. 22. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so... Wow. Even with all of the distractions going on around you, you still hear that sort of sibilant whispering sound in the back of the room that you recognize is not from the creepy voice in the statue and is not the secret compartment opening either. And then you happen to glance to your left and see a spider the size of a horse crawling its way out from the webbing, staggering unsteadily towards you.
0: Expertise on animals. Does it look combative? Does it look angry? Does it look like it's going to attack, or are, are we risen up the or, gods and they'll just let us pass?
5: Or if we found a new friend?
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> more, give me an animal handling role. Okay. Come on. Nineteen.
0: Hot
1: Nineteen. Yeah,
0: yeah, Hot. yeah, yeah.
1: So, so, more. As you watch this thing approach. You notice that it's it's swaying back and forth on its legs, almost as if it's, it's it's struggling to keep itself upright. And you can see that even though this is obviously a large and very dangerous thing, that it's, its shining eyes seem somewhat dull. And you can actually see a distinct wound just above its thorax, where it looks like something's fangs pierced into the back of this spider's head and have... <sighs> numbed it or drained it somehow.
0: There's something bigger than the big spiders where in the well that is eating. Okay, cool. Um, I, I'll hold up my hands to the spider and be like, Hey, buddy! Um,
4: I'm gonna <laughs> cast Cure Wounds with the scroll. Why? Oh, oh no. Like, so oh, I'm no. Some like, healing energy.
0: All right. Uh, okay, so- that works too. Um, see, we're friends.
4: As she's like trying to console it, like I'm like, I want to hit it with
3: like healing energy. Nevit, draw dropped knows that this will only go excellent or horrible. There's no in between.
2: Atawale <laughs> readies his sword. Luthana just goes, uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so as more soothes this gigantic enthralled spider, and Jericho uses the magic scroll to. Heal the beast. It rises back up on its hind four legs, with the other four pawing in the air like an enormous tarantula, as it lets out this this sound that almost like it's trying to say something or speak, but of course it has, you know, it does not have the lungs or the vocal cords. It doesn't even have a tongue or teeth. Just the chittering chelicrae in its mouth, going like as it lands back down its all all eight legs with a thump, and you see it. Grab the desiccated corpse of a cow next to the statue, pick it up with its teeth, and then skitter almost happily back up into its web. Aww.
3: So it was excellent. Way to go, Jericho.
5: cute. <laughs> Luthanda will look at more and say, "Did you understand any of that?"
0: Um. If you give me ten minutes, um, <laughs> I can. You know, maybe we can. Con- maybe we can convince it to be our
1: guide. It's-
4: say again? So, so here's the question, though. Is it an animal or a human?
1: Spider. Spider's an animal.
4: Oh, okay, so it's not one of those freaky mutated
1: spider things. No, this this is a enormous but natural spider. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's okay. a nice spider.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah. hey, if you guys give me ten minutes to kill, I will ritual cast my um, speak with animals and get some information from the locals.
3: That's not the worst idea we've had today.
0: Okay, here I go. I will start to ritual cast speak with animals.
3: We'll keep watch.
1: Keeping watch. Who is keeping watch specifically?
5: I will definitely be one of those keeping watch. What exits and entrances have also. we got? the The one we came in, obviously.
1: Yeah, there's the way you came, and the tunnel still goes farther That's north. That's
3: right, and the tunnel. So,
1: but there's no other exits from
3: this room with the statue. I'll there's look.
1: Also, it. the scrolls. If somebody wants to go grab them.
3: Oh, uh, actually. Yeah, Nevitz will go and grab those. And if I needed to identify, it's also a ritual for me.
1: So I can cast that in the next 10 minutes. Ah, so we've got two 10-minute casts going on at the same time. That is fortuitous. Right, so Nevitz. (laughs) uh, So as you look through this bundle of scrolls, you find a scroll of false life, a scroll of hideous laughter, a scroll of mage armor, and a scroll of detect magic. Nice and as you cast as finish that ritual cast more you finish harnessing the power of the Thu's to use your druidic power and speak with the enormous spider that you just befriended
0: um i'll go to underneath where it's scurried up and just as polite as one can i'll just clear my throat, <clears> throat> hello spider friend um my name is more um We just healed you. You just spoke to me about 10 minutes ago, and I didn't quite get what you were saying, but now I can't. So if you want to repeat it.
1: And so the the spider just tentatively skitters forward a little bit, enough to poke its face and two of its legs out from the nest it's made for itself. It looks at you with its gleaming, baleful eyes. Yes, thank you. Save me from the bad one. Hey,
0: no problem. Actually, speaking of saving each other, we are um, powerful warriors um, here to explore, um, and we were wondering if maybe you wanted to accompany us. And we, as you saw, we are very powerful, and we can protect you in exchange for your guidance and information.
1: So the the things, Chelacre mouthpieces chitter a little bit. Cow, run away, climb up well.
0: How about I will bring you so many cows that you will just fall into hibernation. I don't know if spiders hibernate. Um, and you will be Okay, well, you will just be really fat and happy. Um if if you are our guide and accompany us on this journey.
1: So the the spider chitters a little more. No. Way forward. Bad bad one there. Take me, bite me, steal me, use me, bad.
0: Oh, the okay, um Wait Can out. you explain this bad one? What what do they look like? What are their Very vibes? Very bad. <laughs> Very bad, okay. They 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 bit you?
1: They they bit me. Did could not think, f- could not escape, could mm. only help it breed.
0: Oh, okay. Um, do they look like you or more like me? More like me. Okay, all right. That makes sense. Do you know way out of here other than up?
1: Bad thing dragged me through.
0: <gasps> Which way is the tunnel, friend? It
1: it gestures one of its spider legs towards the way you came to that northern corridor.
0: The way like we came from?
1: So, that, so back out this this little side passageway, and then it's to the north where you saw the breeze, that's where it's pointing towards. Okay.
4: So it's saying keep going. All right. I'm going to start spinning my finger, and then, like, the text is going to, like, circle. Form in the spiral and then like straighten out. Couldn't the spider climb up the well with the rope?
0: Friend, could you do me a favor, and you will be rewarded with cows. Cows? Yes, love cows. So many cows. Could you please um, help us uh, bring the rope to the top of the well? You just what need is to rope? climb. I will. I will give it to you. I'll explain it to you. I'll draw a diagram. Whatever you need. Um, I just need you to climb up the well. You're good at that. I can tell. Yes.
1: you save me. I help you escape well. Climb like me.
0: Okay. okay, I turned the girl Hey, guys. Good news. We're out of here. <laughs> <Well> <laughs> um the enough. spider, he's gonna uh, help us out and he's gonna take the rope up to the top. and we are gone. The spider More
3: is just just crouched down yeah, to get at smart. you. I need to ask the question: Are you good enough that your spider speak to teach a spider how to tie a knot?
0: Oh yeah! How hard could it be?
5: Or could it could it uh, weave something we can climb?
0: Ooh yeah! Um, spider friend, can you? How good are you at webbing?
1: The the spider looks to its left and its right at the (laughs) at the web tunnel it's built for itself, and
0: (laughs) spider good at webbing,
1: very good.
0: I, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Can you web up the well?
1: Yes. Spider can web many things. Cows, mm. trees, bush, rock, cave, building, something. old barn. Ask it to web
2: something climbable to see if it can web a climbable path up the well.
0: Okay. I, I'm going to need you to web up the side of the well so that me and my friends can climb up.
4: Or maybe just stick the rope to the top the webbing. Just or the very you top. can
0: stick this, stick a rope to the top of the well. I'll explain what a rope is. I know it's complicated. I'm here to teach you. Yes. I, I help. Thank you. I just, you know, where spider to the
1: starts to, to lumber out of the webbed lair towards you.
0: Okay. We did, we did it. Let's get, let's get out of here, please. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, with that, it sounds like the group is then going back the way you came towards the base of well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. And I still dragging the unconscious guy along with you? Yes. Right. At, uh, with your new giant spider friend into backtrack your way through the ancient catacombs to the base of the well, where you sit with the spool of rope and now a giant spider following behind you.
0: So, uh, Spider Friend, um, I feel rude just calling you Spider Friend. Do you have a name? What's his name? All right. It is. Robert, that's your name. Robert. Yes.
1: Robert Spider.
0: Robert Spider.
1: <laughs> I love him. <laughs> and it's just Robert the spider just looks expectantly at you more.
0: Oh, right. Okay, so this is a rope. <laughs> I just pick up the rope. Um, you need to stick this with your little, little webbing, um, and you're just going to stick it so that, um, and I point to Ettawale, someone that size can safely... Pull onto the rope and climb out of here. So just lots of web. So much web. Just so much web, yes. So much web. Alright. Robert, Robert Spider
1: make all the web.
0: Robert, I love you. Go. You go, spider Robert.
1: So as you tie the rope to the spider, the, the, the spider begins climbing up, you know, skittering its way up the well. You know, little bits of, of broken stone coming up to this enormous bulk. It goes up towards the top, uh, and you hear the, the chittering sound as the spider begins to anchor the rope web at the top. Adwalla, give me a perception check. All right. Ooh, I like that roll.
2: Uh, I got a 17 on the die with a plus 4. 21 total.
1: 21 total, that is good. As, as all this is going on and, and everyone is, ex- is excitedly watching your new friend Robert uh, take the rope up the top of the well, you hear a this sound at first kind of low and echoey, but then uh, growing progressively louder as it approaches, and you notice some of the, the little loose pieces of masonry and gravel uh, trembling down the corridor from where you came. Is
2: the rope attached yet?
1: That's, that's a question for Robert.
2: Okay, Robert, is it attached yet?
0: Robert! Update!
1: Still webbing!
0: Could you web a little faster, friend?
1: We have yes, web very fast! which
3: direction up or down the tunnel oh,
2: where we came from when that rope is secured and good to go get going I'll follow after
3: nevitz goes and ties the loose end of the rope underneath the sh- underneath the arms of the unconscious guy so we can pull him up last when the rest of us were up hmm. Excellent plan
5: All right uh, I have what is- of like a, a fish hook with a fish on it It's gonna be whatever's chasing <laughs> us <laughs> oh look
1: really uh, what's Lathander doing right now
5: Luthanda is uh, gonna be watching where we came from. What's he doing with he's, his staff?
1: Well, it's he hasn't got back. his staff
5: at the moment. It's still in the back oh. of. Uh, yeah, he's really keen to get a good lean on, though. He's uh, mm. it's been it's been a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's looking at where we came from. He would be nervous and expecting that this is going to go wrong and something's going to come at us.
4: He's probably anxious because he doesn't have a staff.
1: It's hardly sure. possible.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But Lathander, your instincts are correct, because as Ottawale had, had given you the warning that something is coming down the tunnel so large that its bulk is scraping the sides of it. Uh, this ten-foot-wide tunnel from whence you came as something is angrily forcing its way towards you, and as it gets within range of your lighted stone to illuminate the way ahead you see what looks like it's some sort of kin to spider creatures that you had slain, except far, far larger, with a huge, gaping maw that has almost bloody tendrils escaping from it, and eyes that glow with a green, malevolent intelligence as its mouth splits open sideways, and it lets out a wet, meaty... And that's where we'll cut it for tonight.
5: I really, to really, really want to know if more can understand this weird creature now. Yeah.
3: I, I think this is not going to be an animal. That's, that's my hunch.
5: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I got that feeling as I'm well. Let me check the creature type, actually. This is, that's a, a great question.
0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Visions Veiled and Violent a D&D actual play of Gooey Cube's darkest dream adventure from the Red Star Rising campaign. Check out their amazing content at gooeycube.com. Also, a special thank you to Tabletop Audio for providing the fantastic music that accompanied this episode. As ever, please like, rate, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. And if you can, help us out at Patreon by supporting us at the $3 tier. We hope to continue to share collective storytelling with the community. And that's all made possible by your support. So please, tell your friends, heck, tell your enemies, if they like fantasy roleplay. Remember, you don't know the burden others have carried to arrive at your gaming table, so be kind. Safe travels until next week, when we return to Visions, Veiled and Violent.